And now, for the last time in this current series, we join Claire Savoy and Adam Hare for Heading for Headship. In this episode, the team are taking a strategic look at the last days of the summer term. Hello, I'm Claire Savoy. And I'm Adam Hare. And welcome to Heading for Headship, our professional development series that does, for the aspiring school leader, what the opposable thumb did for the evolution of the human race. So allow us to lift you up out of the primordial soup of education and stand you up on your hind leader legs. Squeeze the last bit of fluid from your gills and start using your developing leader's lungs to breathe in the sweet air of headship. Reach out with your hairy arms and swing from the trees as you seek out those leadership opportunities that you'll now be able to seize and conquer with either a hard thwack of a sharpened tool or through your highly developed management speak. And as you prepare yourself for the evolutionary step of the next academic year, we look at how to make sure the current year doesn't end in an apocalypse. School Sports Day Rescheduling Nightmare Leavers Assembly Blubfest Morally Wrong, says Bishop. Front row scuffle at school performance ends in multiple arrests. These are just some of the headlines that made the papers during the final week of the last academic year. And with unions warning school leaders of teacher meltdowns caused by an overload of activities crammed into the final week, some of which require teachers to stay in school beyond 4pm, it's no wonder that the end of term can often feel like the end of days. That's right, Adam. But achieving this is no mean feat. In a recent interview, prominent head teacher and winner of Most Compassionate School Leader at the recent National Teaching Awards, Giles Touche spoke of the time he banned all end-of-year traditions and festivities in order to preserve the sanity and well-being of his staff. In a move that divided the nation, he now describes that decision as the stupidest of his career, as his parent view stats hit rock bottom, triggering an immediate Ofsted inspection on the last day of term. Had I known that would happen, he said, I would have kept my stupid mouth shut and just made my teachers get on with the sports day. So how do school leaders balance workload and work-life balance during those final few weeks of the school year? Later, our HFH studio will be turned into an incredible interactive swap shop hotline studio extraordinaire. We'll have an army of helpers who will be manning the phones and taking your calls and requests to see if we can make the last few days that little bit easier. But first, we join our man in the field, Jonathan Monckton, who has created a very special Ahead in Headship report this week. He's been revisiting some of the head teachers who we've met during this series to find out how they manage one of the most demanding and time-consuming elements of the school year, the end-of-year reports. When I asked the producers at Heading for Headship if I could revisit some of the head teachers I'd previously visited for my Ahead in Headship reports, they immediately said maybe. And then, after the HFHHQ legal department had checked the various gagging orders, cease and desist letters and court orders, and determined that these were the result of miscommunications rather than any provable wrongdoing, I was able to leap into action and revisit some head teachers that without any shadow of a doubt I had met before. And so I am back at St Edmunds and the Happy Lady Primary School, where head teacher Shelley de Calf 
puts well-being at the top of her school's end-of-year reports agenda. Let's take a look inside. Gary, we did remember to book ahead this time, didn't we? Ah, hello. I'm Jonathan Monkton. I have an appointment with Shelley DeCalf. Uh-huh. Uh, Shelley DeCalf. And you have ointment? No, I don't have any ointment. I have an appointment. I can't let you in without ointment. So sorry, what? What? Oh, I don't think we're getting anywhere here. Sorry, Gary. What? Oh. Okay, I'll, I'll try that. Ah, uh, hello. I have some ointment for Shelley DeCalf. Come on in. Well done, Gary. Gary, do you have any ointment, you know, just in case? I'm here at St Edmunds in the Happy Lady Primary School, where head teacher Shelley DeCalf, fresh from her mid-morning staff mindfulness meeting, is about to talk to me about her school's end-of-year reports. Let's go inside. Open the door as you open your mind. Sorry, what? Come in. Ah, uh, hello, Mr. Carf. I'm Jonathan Monkton. You may remember me from... Hello, Jonathan. Would you like to join me on the mat? Um, do I have to get into that position? The squatting bird... Oh, Jonathan, you must. It's wonderful for relaxing. Right, uh, I see. Uh, hang on. Uh, oh, uh, I, I can't quite get my leg. Uh, no, my, my arm won't actually bend. Come here, darling. Uh, oh, yes, gosh, that's, um, that's, that's quite a snug position, isn't it? It's very good for your soul. Soul, um, yes. Shall we begin? Uh, just give me a second. Shelley DeCalf, I understand that you place well-being very highly on your school's end-of-year reports agenda. Why is that? Oh, Jonathan, isn't it obvious? Um, well, not really. I mean, if we don't use the end-of-year reports to make the children feel good about themselves as human beings, then what is the point of writing them at all? Um, some schools like to provide parents with an accurate assessment of their children's achievement and progress. Oh, Jonathan, you do make me laugh. Right. Presumably that's a good thing. I can see a quote on your wall there that reads, Laughter is the best medicine, so why not drink a bottle a day? No, Jonathan, it's not a good thing that you made me laugh. Right, I, I see. Is that because you've already drunk a bottle? Jonathan... Jonathan, do you know what you sound like when you talk about reports informing parents about progress? Um, an educator? You sound like someone who doesn't believe in well-being. Right. Um, I'm not sure how. I mean, I... I don't want my teachers slaving over a hot tracker, filling in tick boxes about meaningless progress measures. I want them writing from the heart. That way, the truth will out. And you know what we say about the truth, don't you, Jonathan? Um, uh, it sets you free? No, Jonathan. Truth is the shadow of unhappiness unless you're standing in the sun. Sorry, I'm not sure I understand. All my teachers' reports are filled with love and happiness because they write about the children's hearts and minds. 
And what's more, they write each report in the sunshine. In the sunshine? Yes. Whenever the sun shines at the weekend, my teachers drink it in whilst firing up their laptops to write their reports. Because as I always say, sunny reports are happy reports. I see. Uh, that must take up an awful lot of their free time. Free time is happy time, Jonathan. Uh, I see. And what about your contribution to the children's reports? Oh, Jonathan, I've moved beyond writing comments on every child's report. I see. Uh, do you read them? Oh, Jonathan, you don't make an impact on children's well-being by reading reports. No? No. You do it through smiling. Smiling? Smiling. Right. Uh, and how do you use smiling when it comes to the end-of-year reports? As they're handed out to the children, I smile so everyone can see how much I love them. Right. And, uh, and, and does that help? Oh, Jonathan... What does it say up there about smiling? Um, it says, A smile a day means that Shelley DeCalf loves you and you love her. Right. You see? Um, I think so, but what about those parents who don't respond to smiling because they just want information? Namaste. 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 Namaste, Shelley DeCalf. Um, Shelley? Namaste, Shelley? smiling, smiling, namaste. Gary, can you can you help me up? Smile and I can't actually feel my back. Next. I revisited School on the Thames Primary School, where head teacher David Crosshatch believes that innovation is the single most important advancement in report writing technology. Over a number of years, David has refined his online app, Report Accelerator for Practicing Educators, which last year earned him first prize at the Harvester Inn Awards for Regional Online Technology Ideas. Jonathan, good to see you again. Uh, are we recording? Um, n no. Great. Just one thing before we start. I have had to change the name of the app. A couple of people found that acronym a little bit offensive. Uh, Report Accelerator for Practicing Educate. Oh, yes, I, I, I see. It's now the Crosshatch Report Assessment Super System. Uh, crass. Uh, don't you think... Are we rolling? Um, yes. Okay, so, Jonathan... Great to see you. I guess you've heard about my new innovation in report writing. Uh, you mean you're crass? That's a bit unfair, Mr Monkton. David just speaks his mind, that's all. No, sorry, I, I wasn't saying I that. think I know what I heard. My ears don't lie, do they, David? P.A. Jonathan was actually talking about the Crosshatch Report Assessment Super System. Oh, my apologies. Now, David, I need to confirm your appearance at the summer fair with the PTA. Is the uh, Lord Mayor coming? He hasn't confirmed. Greg Wallace? Radio silence there, I'm afraid. What about Nick Knowles? Afraid not, and he has requested we stop contacting him. Um, I could always... I mean, I'd be happy to help him. Nigel Farage is a maybe. Oh. What's the catch? He's in, as long as we're serving Bombardier in the hospitality tent. Bingo. Right. Tell the PTA Farage and Crosshatch are go. You kip-kip-hooray! Marvellous. Thank you, David. Mr Mankton? We're rolling. Uh, yes. So, Jonathan, crass 
is formed of 6,000 comments and phrases that the teachers select via a process of digital inputting about each pupil. All teachers have to do is complete the 70 question evaluation for every pupil and CRAS will generate a report that is 92% accurate and ready for distribution, subject to uh, moderation and individual report scrutiny via a simple scan and read procedure, which now can be accessed via an app on the teacher's mobiles, so they can do it in the comfort of their own homes. Um, uh, doesn't that fall foul of GDPR? That's fine. I gave my deputy the keys and codes so she can do late lockups over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I see. Uh, and how much time does CRAS take? CRAS itself generates the reports in under 13 seconds, which I think you'll agree is a damn sight faster than teachers take to write a report. Uh, indeed. Uh, and how long does the initial evaluation and subsequent moderation process take? Uh, that's averaging about three hours per report. Gosh, uh, isn't that, well, quite a long time to write a report? 13 minutes, Jonathan. Crash takes an award-winning 13 minutes. It's not Crosshatch's fault humans aren't as quick as machines. No, of, of course. Uh, and what about the head teacher's comments? Crash will automatically generate up to 12 possible statements from me based on the content of the overall report. So, all teachers have to do is select, modify, print and check one of those statements and my comments are all done, saving me, I don't mind saying, a considerable amount of time. That is impressive. Uh, what are your teacher's thoughts? Well, I'd love to stay and chat, Jonathan, but I've got a farage with a whistle that needs wetting. Good luck with the edit, yeah? Uh, right, yes, of, of course. Thank you, David. Crosshatch. Gary, you didn't record that bit where, you know, it sounded like I was getting upstaged by Nigel Farage, did you? Great. Thanks, Gary. Finally, I'm visiting Little Acorns Community Free School where headteacher Marcus Howell takes a more traditional approach to writing the headteacher's comments in his school's end-of-year reports. Hello, Marcus. Oh, gosh, it's, uh, it's rather dark down here, isn't it? Oh, hello, Jonathan. Yes, I'm afraid the lights haven't been completely wired up yet. Um, Marcus, why is your office down in the basement? Oh, well, we're so pushed for space up at the school, and Patty, the, the, the chair of our PTA... Patty Bowler-Smythe, yes, uh... I remember. Patty thought my office would make a good storage solution for any PTA leftover stock, so I arranged for my office to be moved down here. It's fine, just a little dark and hot. Yes, uh, someone's taken my fan, so it is a little stifling. A glass of water? Oh, uh, yes, please. Hmm. Thank you. Marcus Howell, you handwrite all of your comments on your teacher's reports. Why do you think that's important? Well, teachers spend an awfully long time writing the reports and I think it's only right for head teachers to take the time to read them and add a personal comment. I see, and, and how many have you done so far? Well, I'm on my last class, so that's 360 odd reports done and dusted. Oh, and, uh, and that's them there. Yep, there's something really satisfying about seeing that pile grow. I know it's old fashioned and low tech, but I think my parents will really appreciate the fact that I've taken the time to comment on every report. Marcus? I think so too. And I'd also like to add that I think in today's day and age, it's a rare thing to find and is a fine example of why you're ahead in headship. Now, if I can just have one more glass of water. Uh, oh, oh gosh, Marcus, I'm, uh, I'm terribly sorry. I, I appear to have spilled an entire jug of water all over your completed reports. Yes, I see. Well, Never mind, I'll just start all over again. Um, when are they due out? Tomorrow. Right, I see. Is there anything I can do to help? 
Um, fetch me some paper from what used to be my office and then leave? Yes, of course. Um, thank you, Marcus, and um, sorry. As I look back at all the amazing heads who, in their own way, are making huge contributions to the school reports that their pupils will be receiving before the summer holidays, I am reminded of a quote on Shelley de Carp's wall. People may not remember what you say or do, but they will remember that you were important. If today has shown anything, it's that these important people have said and done things that this reporter will remember for a very long time. And that is why, even if one of them is now a little behind their own report deadline, they are almost certainly ahead in headship. Jonathan Monckton there with his final Ahead in Headship report. Now, because this is the final episode in the current series, and because so many of you are facing your final days of the school year, we have turned our usually quiet HFHHQ into a state-of-the-art interactive communication hub where we have an army of Heading for Headship helpers manning the phones to help you with any last-minute issues before the summer. Isn't that right, Adam? It certainly is, Claire. Our phone lines are literally ringing off the hook. Many of our listeners are accessing our Swap Shop service, and I'm here with Hannah, who's in charge of it all. Hannah, tell us a little bit about the service and what it's for. Hi, Adam. Well, if you're a teacher who's moving year groups, you might have some old resources that you'd like to swap for something a little more appropriate for your new class. What a great idea. And what sort of items have you swapped so far? Well, one reception teacher has swapped a CD of nursery rhymes for a dummy's guide to Fortnite as they're moving into year six. Fantastic. And another teacher has swapped their Roman numerals display for one on phonics. I see. Are they moving down to key stage one? No, they just said the Roman numerals display was absolutely pointless. (laughs) I see. Would you like to listen in to some of our swaps as they happen? Not off. Okay, uh, let's see what swaps... Yeah, Joe is organising. So you're looking for a new set of class clocks? Yes. I see. Analog? Analog clock, yes. The yellow ones with the blue hands. I see. And what swap have you got? What? What have you got to swap in return for the class clocks? I've got a jenny. You've got a jenny? That's right. What, like a spinning jenny? No, like an actual jenny. An actual jenny? Yes, my TA jenny. She's a hard worker but essentially useless. I think a set of class clocks would be much more useful. I see. I'm not sure we've had any requests for teaching assistance. Uh, Let me just check. Uh, Monica? Yes, Joe? Have you had any requests for TAs? TAs? No, I don't think so. No, I didn't think you would have... Hang on. Aye? I've got someone here. Yes, that's right. A TA has just come up. Are you interested? Joe, is she a hard worker? Uh, you did say she was a hard worker, didn't you? Oh yes, uh, a very hard worker. Aye, a very hard worker. Apparently she's a very hard worker. I think my caller is interested. Oh, you could be in luck, sir. Oh great, do they have any clocks? Aye, I'll just check. Monica, what's he swapping? What are you swapping, love? 
Oh, I see. He's hoping to do a swap for his LSA. Oh, I see. What has he got? Clocks? Uh, not exactly, pal, no. He's interested in swapping your TA for his LSA. Oh. Well, is he interested? I don't think so. Well, what are they like? Uh, Monica, what are they like? What are they like? Not very hardworking. Very little initiative. Good at displays. Oh, uh, mate, they're very good at displays. Hmm. No, I don't think so. I really wanted to swap Jenny for some clocks. Uh, I think it's a no, Monica. He really wants his clocks. Sorry, love. He's looking for clocks. Oh, hang on. Joe? Hang on the line there a minute. He says he'll throw in a set of clocks. Ooh, that might work. Uh, what if you swap Jenny for his LSA and a set of clocks? Oh, well, um, and, and she's good at displays, you say? Aye, apparently. Okay, let's swap. I've got a swapper. He's interested. Is it a swap? It's a swap! It's a swap! Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. That's all right, pal. My pleasure. Wow, what an amazing swap. Two for one. Yes, I know. And what a wonderful example of teachers helping each other out. Over to you, Claire. Thank you, Adam. Now, as the summer holidays are approaching, many teachers will be wondering what to do with themselves. Well, something you can do is watch the latest TV sensation, Teacher Island. A new reality show that follows the journey of everyday teachers in their bid to find their perfect partner teacher in a luxury holiday villa. It started last week on ITV7 and is already taking the nation by storm. Last night on Teacher Island, things got a little heated when a new teacher came into the villa. Fresh. He's definitely an NQT. Look at him. Oh my god. I know him. He was my PGCE student last year. Tonight on Teacher Island. So, now that Carl's here, do you think you'll still want to job share with Tom? There's so much I love about Tom. He's like, so thoughtful. I know, babes. You're so lucky. Did you know he always turns on my computer in the morning? Does he? Oh, that is so sweet. I know. And he always releases my photocopying. It's like, on paper, he's my perfect job share. But, are you having doubts? I just don't know if I can be with someone who doesn't email me his planning until Sunday night. Meanwhile, in the kitchen. So are you and Saskia like a job share? We have good vents. So, like, would you mind if I show the seven of my resources? You want to team teach with her? Is that what you're saying, bro? I ain't trying to mug you off or anything, mate. No, crack on with it, mate. Seriously. Three, two, one. It's early in the morning and everyone is relaxing in the staff room. Well, nearly everyone. Look, I'm not being funny or nothing, but everyone knows it's my mug. Oh, hi, don't get salty. I'm not getting salty. I just prefer drinking my coffee out of my mug. That's all. Right, chill, chill. Ooh, here they come, here they come. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. Look at the state of you two. No sleeping in the book corner, I take it. We're buzzing. We've been up all night, marking books. Three times in one night. Yeah, we were triple marking. Trev, mate, what's that smiley face sticker on your vest? 
I stuck it on him. I think we're in danger of achieving teacher well-being. If only someone had the mind to, oh, I don't know, send a staff memo. Islanders, get ready to be laid bare as you take on the next partner teacher challenge. Show and tell. Hashtag TBS, hashtag full disclosure. Ooh. I do not like the sound of that. And you can tune into Teacher Island every night on ITV7. As you can probably hear, our HFHHQ interactive switchboard is still in action. And it's not just teachers we're helping out. Head teachers can also contact us for a full end of year staff audit. If, like many heads, you're about to present your final assembly of the year, then make sure you know everyone who is leaving your school. Our researchers can provide you with all the details you need to make sure everyone gets the farewell they deserve. Let's take a closer look. Joining me here is Mick. Mick. You have a head teacher on the line right now, don't you? That's right, Claire. He's got a Labour's assembly in 20 minutes and we're just helping him work out all his goodbyes. Can we listen in? Of course. So, I've got Miss Kitten going on maternity, Mr Saunders is leaving on a secondment, and Mrs Jensen is taking on a mass leadership role in Chiswick at a school that's got Ofsted just round the corner. That's right, and you've got a PGCE student leaving as well. A PGCE student? Really? Yeah, he's been with you all year. Right, what's... Uh... What's their... their name? Their name's Sean Tressel. They've been in year three and she's helped organise the Christmas fair, summer fair, sports day and Easter egg hunt. Right, great, thanks. Uh, what um, what does she... She likes rosé wine, tulips and camping trips to Cornwall. Right, I see. Would you like us to arrange some flowers or a bottle of wine? Uh, flowers. No, bottle of wine, please. Uh, anyone else? Well, there's Roger, obviously. Roger? Yes. Who the hell's Roger? Roger Banks, your reading recovery teacher. We've got a reading recovery teacher? Yes, since 2015. Crikey, have we afforded that? Well, by the looks of it, you haven't. That's why he's off. Ah, right. Uh, get him some book vouchers. Well, that might be seen as rubbing salt into the wound, don't you think? Ah, I suppose. A case of beer? Ah, perfect. Uh, that's got to be it, surely. Well, there is one more person not coming back next year. Really? Who's that? Dinner lady? Not exactly, no. Well, who then? This is a bit awkward, actually. Oh, come on, spit it out. Um, according to our searches, it's, uh, you. Me? Yes. I'm leaving? Yes. Me? Yes, I'm sorry. Didn't you know? Well, the Chair of Governors did say something about him being confident I'll be happy next year, but I thought I was just making small talk. Well, apparently not. Right, I see. So... So what? Well, is there anything you'd particularly like? Uh... Oh, I don't know. Has there been a collection? Not that I can see. Right, well, sod it then. I'll have Roger's beer and that student's wine and to hell with a lot of them. Tell you what, would you like me to chuck in a few book tokens for you? Oh, thanks very much. My pleasure. Goodbye and do enjoy your assembly. Thanks. I will. Bye. Well, lucky he called or that final assembly could have been a little embarrassing. Now, our phone lines will be open for another two hours so you've still got time to ring. But our time, sadly, has come to an end. We've just time to read out a few of your tweets. At Jenny from the Block tweets, Tell that giant clock of a teacher it will take more than a swap shop phone in to get rid of me. At Edmunds tweets, Swap shop is a registered trademark and you will be hearing from my lawyers. At New Head in Town tweets, 
bagged my first headship and I couldn't have done it without you guys. Thanks, HFHHQ. And at Nick Gibb tweets to say, Can't believe Saskia mugged off Tom in the villa. Gwen and Trevor to win. Hashtag Teacher Island. Hashtag What Recruitment Crisis. And we've just got time for the edgy weather. It's the summer holidays, so it'll be dark and grey for the next six weeks until the 3rd of September, when a new heatwave is expected to hit the UK. Thanks, Adam. And thanks to all of our guests and, of course, to all of our loyal listeners over this series. I'm Claire Savoy. And I'm Adam Hare. And you have been heading for Headship. That was the final episode in the current series of Heading for Headship, a brained production for nobody in particular. The script was written and performed by Tim Browse and Ellie Swain. You can still catch all the episodes and special reports on iTunes, SoundCloud and at their website www.headingforheadship.com. Brained Productions will return later on in the year with more educational lunacy. But for now, thank you all for listening.